0: Well, this movie has everything. Today, I'm talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. This is Scott's indulgent movie podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about everything, everywhere, all at once, which is the movie all of your uh, film geek friends are talking about, and I think rightly so, especially now that I've seen it, because this movie has a little or a lot of everything and i enjoyed it thoroughly uh, had a grand old time with the folks i was uh, seeing it in the theater with lots of laughing lots of crying lots of fist pumping so uh yeah wanted to explain why i thought this one is so much fun so without further ado let's get started as a longtime fan of hong kong action movies i get excited every time i see michelle yo on screen a small mentor role in shang chi slam dunk casting no notes Botanist in Sunshine? Also, yes. And of course, she makes a great choice as the matriarch of a rich family in Crazy Rich Asians. But she's never, and I mean never, had a movie that lets her do seemingly everything under the sun like this before. Enter everything everywhere all at once. Yo stars as Evelyn Wong, the stressed out matriarch of an immigrant family in America who runs a struggling laundromat. That's being edited by the IRS. But right before her audit begins, Evelyn is tagged by another universe's version of her husband to stop an all-powerful force that is consuming and destroying the multiverse. So I love this movie so fucking much. I'm gonna have to give this review for structure via elements I really liked because it would be so easy for me to gush about every little thing I liked about this movie. It is hilarious, filmed to perfection, and thematically, woof, it wrecked me in the best way possible. So what makes this movie so special? So let's start with the tone. Because the tone is completely irreverent. All at Once is one of the silliest damn movies I've seen in a long time. More than that, this movie revels in its silliness, while still staying within movie logic. I'll give an example of what I'm talking about. The film establishes that people with the technology Evelyn has been given can tap into the skills of their multiverse counterparts in essence by doing something weird that's unique to another multiverse version of themselves. Which in turn means you have fight scene intros where a character does one of the weirdest things you've seen put on screen before we see a sillier version of our universe and the silly and awesome skill someone just learned and true to their Swiss Army roots, Dan Quan and Dan Schneider are never above an immature visual gag or the equivalent of a fart joke to turn an average fight scene into a balletic piece of action comedy, or a dramatic exchange into a silly pop culture reference. It's all right up my alley. It's also a showcase for all of the actors. God, the cast of this movie is great. Michelle Yeoh is our lead attraction, and understandably so. The movie is both cashing in on her established film image and refuting it at the same time. One of the universes involves her as a Michelle Yeoh-esque action star, while her being an unassuming woman who seems overwhelmed with her life is much more grounded than the problems her characters often tackle. So it is wonderful getting her to see getting to see her be all of these different versions of herself, where she gets to be weird, badass, emotionally exhausted, and joyful. It's early, but this is an award season ready performance for sure. And speaking of award-worthy performances, Keiku Kwan nearly runs away with the movie in spite of Yo's strong performance. Part of this is because his role is the exposition machine, and he has a number of showy moments, including an excellent action highlight, and also because he's the character that represents the movie's central theme. He needs to nail this for the movie to work, whether he's being slick, an action hero, or a seriously overwhelmed husband trying to reach his wife. And that's before we give we get to every other actor who gives exactly what the roles need without shame, including Jamie Lee Curtis, the legendary James Hong, and Stephanie Hu. We also get to the visual style. I've seen plenty of people talk about how awesome this movie looks, often in comparison to other CGI-heavy action movies that cost a lot more. And there's two big reasons for this. The first is this movie's emphasis on in-camera or on-set effects. There's a tendency in big-budget action movies to use CGI for everything, background sets, sometimes even costumes. The behind-the-scenes stuff for Marvel movies demonstrates what can happen here. Whereas if you have a smaller budget, you're basically forced to put a bigger emphasis on practical effects and doing things on the cheap. This movie might have a multiverse concept and a ton of kung fu-inspired action moments, but there are all, they are all—they are all done with each. Uh, sorry, but these are all done on set with each to replicate tech. Hell, the item that taps easy to replicate tech rather. Hell, the item that taps into the multiverse is just a headset with red, yellow, and green lights. That's it. But the second reason this movie is so fascinating visually is that Dan Kwan and Daniel Schneert throw a grab bag of visual styles at the audience. Because this movie is shifting between genres. The film kind of needs to be able to pull off all those genres in a, sh- in a convincing fashion, which means you better know how to film and edit them. And thankfully, the Daniels, as Yo has dubbed them, do. The fight scenes do an excellent job of capturing each blow while still offering enough camera moves and visual tricks to make each impact feel bigger than it would otherwise. Same goes for some Wong Kar Wai moments between Yo and Quan in another universe with that director's signature blurry background motion while our two leads are in focus, before shifting into a direct and silly-as-hell homage to arguably the most famous science fiction film ever made. It's a lot you have to get right, and this movie absolutely does it. And finally, we get to theme. At first glance, all at once appears to be a movie about embracing every part of you. The you you could have been if things were slightly different, the dreams you've had but never pursued, all of that. But that's one piece of the puzzle, because this is actually an existential crisis movie. A lot of people imagine multiverse theory as something fun and weird. Like, imagine that the world that's entirely the same, but I have three hands. Or maybe a world where everyone is blue. It's fun to see how limitless the possibilities are. But as the movie points out, knowing every version of you is also an existential minefield waiting to happen. When one decision you can create with one decision can create an entirely different universe, it makes every decision impossible and insignificant at the same time. When you see what you could have been, how happy can you be with what you are? And this is where the movie bowled me over, bowled me the fuck over, and made me cry, because it does have an answer. It's a defiant answer that essentially just says that life being chaotic and random doesn't mean you're powerless or that your life isn't worth living. And in many ways, it takes a movie so random and weird to make its simple message hit home so hard. This movie gives us delightful, carefully controlled chaos so it can give us joy, and hopefully,